All right, take three. <laughs> so we come out this morning, first thing, it's like just before seven o'clock, just to start our usual. I still would like to get up a tad bit earlier, but that's okay. It's been kind of difficult to get out of bed recently, yes. but it's all part of it. It's all part of it. And we're moving through it because every day the show must go on. <laughs> we come out this morning at about, yeah, quarter to seven and... I've dug a hole in the backyard to put a central post to create a sort of construct over the, the fruit trees so the birds can't get into it. Anyway, the construct didn't go ahead, so we're just left with this giant hole that I dug in the backyard. It was a good hole, mind you. I'm an ex-landscape labourer, so I can dig a hole. And Mushu was crouched down looking into the hole, and he only peers at something when there's like something there that he's either playing with or really, really interested in. And it's like, he only looks that way at the chickens, really. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no, you were still in making coffees. And I looked down into the hole and there was this little like parakeet or something yeah. down in the bottom of the hole with a broken wing. S- Poor thing. And I'm like, what oh no. What did you think it was going to be? A chicken? No, I thought it'd be a bird. I knew it'd oh. be a bird. There's not, no, no, nothing else it would be. No, he, yeah, he's, he loves his birds. Unless it was like a fox kitten oh. or whatever foxes have. You know, like some kind of defenseless animal. Like I knew it would be something like that. It's pretty bad because I would have fallen in love with it and that would not have helped having... No, you've probably already fallen in love with this bloody bird now. I have. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, can we keep it? Yeah, we have a bird. And you're like, no, honey, we're taking it to the vet. No. It's got a broken wing. Like it's it's a wild bird. I can heal it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see what happens. We will take it to the vet today. honey, you can't. We're going to take it to the vet today. We'll call ahead of time and we'll uh, make sure they can come and have a look at it. Fine. Anyway, <laughs> so then we have to deal with that. So that was, a, that was a fun little unexpected delay this morning. We put it, luckily there was a bird cage that we had. We stuck it in the bird cage and put it up on the veranda and uh, we hung it. And then we come back down and we're about to start recording again. And then we hear this almighty bang crash Huge smash bang. and silly old Mushu trying to be Play. overly friendly and <laughs> playful jumped up obviously jumped up with it like onto on his back legs mm. and with his both his front paws pushed the bird cage off it was probably a meter and a half off the ground yes pushed it off the hook and it landed on the mirror top table which smashed which smashed and then the bottom fell off it and the bird was still in the cage like obviously <sighs> probably traumatized the poor thing even more so and the bird seed was everywhere. Then we had to deal with that. And now we're back out here. And that's the that's the the uh, the three minutes, seventeen long and short of it yeah. of our morning thus far. So it's yeah. been very unexpected. How does this pertain to the process? Well, I'll tell you how this pertains to the process. <laughs> the process often yields unexpected uh, occurrences. That's true. And and you have to be ready for everything, even when you have no idea what's coming for you. Nah, nah. <laughs> Now you got you got to have all your all your eyes open. It's one of the most frustrating things as well because when things when you have a plan or for me anyway when I have a plan <laughs> and I want to see things happening a certain way or going to a certain schedule this is what we spoke about yesterday. Yeah. Even no. though I actually suck no. at sticking to a schedule in the moment. Yeah. When something interrupts the schedule before I'm able to implement it, it's a it's a very frustrating thing for me yes it is uh, it, it's annoying to watch you get frustrated i'm like just go with the flow man <laughs> just go with it like you know god's telling you i mean i wasn't really ready like in the morning to record which is really interesting like in the for the sorry the first take i was like all right i i think i can do it even though i knew i, I wasn't really it. ready either yeah and then the second time we said i'm like oh, okay and it still wasn't. And then now it's like, all right, just press play. Let's do this thing. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all go. All right, we're ready. We we'll get it. it. 
Oh, it's funny because we've, we've sort of been a bit interrupted in our in our process, which is you know maybe that's a uh, that's a that's a paradox or it's it's an oxymoron or whatever because the process is the process. It's not <laughs> something that's interrupted. It's just something that is that right. Is, yeah, and it's it's and I think that's because obviously, like I said, we kind of perceive what we think we need to do, and then when something gets in the way of what we think we need, it feels like that's stopping us from being able to achieve what we think we need to achieve. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And so the truth is that I think there's there's a lot of stuff happening at the moment sort of personally and that's that's creating a lot of I think tension around like we sort of discussed it a little bit uh, a couple of, a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. And it's it's sort of escalating it's, it is sort of escalating and it's making it very difficult to stay focused on what we need to do. Yeah. But I, we were talking about it last night and I was like look even even though this has nothing to do specifically or there, there doesn't seem to be any connection to your art or my writing or our work or anything like that, even though it's pulling us away from it, what it actually seems to be doing is giving you and it, giving you experience with being courageous enough to stand up for yourself yeah. and to stand up for what you believe in to those who mean the most to you. Yes, it is. It's been really hard. I, I'm like, I, because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the youngest, so... You know, and I kept my mouth shut for a while because I was I'm I was more of an observer growing up, so I was just watching. You know, and I never really liked you know when there were arguments and you know when everyone was kind of going through their changes and personal changes and you know when you're having arguments and trying to explain that to your parents and things just are misunderstood and all of that. As growing up, I saw all of that screaming and, and yelling or really negative and I didn't want it in my life, so I avoided it by just shutting up and doing what I was told, which obviously comes with just consequences because now at 31 I am now forced to literally locate that voice locate that voice um which has shocked um uh, one particular sibling but yes my family so funny because like our dynamic is with our families was entirely different yeah it's the funny like we're me and you are so different in so many different ways Mm. and which and I that love, includes I that includes the dynamic or the the relationship that we have within our own individual our own separate families our mm. own respective families mm. i was the like definitely the loud one the argumentative one the one that was like nah this is rubbish this is what i believe in like stuff you this is this like yeah. i i would pick things out and i would definitely i would run with them until there was some kind of perceived re- resolution yeah. whether that was me getting punished <laughs> or whether that was me getting what i wanted yeah for better it's, or for worse. It's really fascinating. But you, you kind of a bit, were a bit more meek and mild and kept to yourself type well, thing. Yeah, because there was a lot of us. There's six of us. So, And there's such a big age gap between me and my oldest brother. It's 18 years. So you've got, you've got 18, 17. So the first three uh, all together, they've got like one about one year apart, one and a half years apart. And then there's like just a few years and there was Pav and then it was about seven years and there's Field and three years and me. So there's a huge, I don't know what that math is, but that might be totally wrong. But there's a huge gap, there's generations apart. So there was a, it was really hard for me to actually relate to them growing up because I was so like I was just in totally different generation. They were already like at, at uni or at work, while when I was kind of 
able to socialize with them. Like I, I never understood their like sarcasms and their humor. That, I, I understood that. I'm only one of three and I'm the middle child. I yeah. didn't start to really get along with my sister. She's five years older than me. Yeah. Until I was about 15, 16. Yeah. And it, it takes a while because they're in a, they're in a different sort of stage of life to totally. what you are. And exactly. So you, you yeah. can't really relate to them until you've started going through those similar kind of stages. Mm. When you're all younger, it doesn't really kind of matter. Like it's all just petty stuff around the house. But when it comes to actually being out in life and social yeah. interactions and all that stuff, until you have that sort of experience, you can't relate to each other. No. Because I didn't start to get along with my brother until about the same age. Because he, he's four years younger than me. Yeah, right. I didn't start to get along with him until about that 15, 16 mark. And yeah. that sounds like you didn't until you were in later high school. That was when you uh, started. Uni. Or even later. There you go. Uni. Yeah. Like probably when I was at uni... I started to have a somewhat of a relationship with my brothers and sisters, with my sisters especially. Um, and because I just felt like it was just, yeah, like you said, it was, they're at different stages of life and I didn't understand that. So while they were in there like, you know, finding themselves and doing their work and doing their careers and stuff, I was at home still and I was at school and, you know, you don't understand any of that. So I I really struggled to kind of get along with it. It, it felt weird growing up because it was like, they were my brothers and sisters, but they were kind of more like roommates or like people that were just around me, like cousins. That's how it kind of felt. It didn't feel like we had that. Like me and Phil probably are the closest, me and my, like the three, we've got three years between us because we kind of grew up and then everyone else. And Pav was kind of like the middle child. He's got probably the biggest gap between, between each um, of the siblings. Um, uh, older and younger than him and then the first three Matt, Son and, uh, and Naj they kind of grew up together as well so it was like there was all it was this, this culture was so different and then like um, when I started growing up I was like yeah when I was at uni I started to find myself and my creativity and that kind of thing and then I was starting to be kind of seen by my brothers and sisters or my sisters I think especially and then I built a relationship more, more of a relationship with them but it, 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 it's just really weird like I have more of an appreciation for them now like because I'm, I'm 30 and I've had like I'm past my 20s where you kind of are allowed to make mistakes and kind of figure yourself out and all that and I'm at a stage now where I'm like not taking life seriously but I'm I mean, I'm working on having a really good life and focus and now I'm looking at my career. You've got a kind of direction that you're now yeah, willing to dedicate yourself towards. Yeah. Because I'm still, I'm still sort of finding mine. Yeah. And you, you took until fully, like just recently. Yeah, yeah. No, to like really find your, years, your guiding If not, maybe flame. the last year. And that's all just kind of sprung up out of nowhere and I've been forced very... Very, um, <laughs> I've been squeezed very, like very tightly, very quickly, to to grow up, not grow up, but stand for myself and stand in my power. And this experience that's happening now um, at home has encouraged me. What is it? Encouraged, encouraged me to really now make a stand and being like, and to see the change in you because I think it's it's I think it's feeding. So this this work that we're doing together. Yeah. And what we're trying to create going forward, I think that's had a massive impact on your confidence. Yeah. And I think that that's actually really showed in how you're handling yourself about this other situation. Well, but then I think, yeah. what I think is because you've got this confidence now for yourself, mm. but I think you haven't had the confidence test, right? Because yeah. we're building something. So we're that's still, so yes, true. we're putting this podcast out there. Yes, you're putting some content out there. But in terms of just the raw confidence itself, it's being put to the test personally in this other situation. Yeah. So they're kind of feeding off each other. Yeah. Like I know, I know, like I just, I just want to be in our own space already. Like I'm, I've had enough, but I know also 
like I that is kind of part of me like running away but because I'm like I'm so over it I just it's not mine but I am like what can I get out of this situation for myself and it is to show up strong and what I've been working on and and putting that to the test yeah like I definitely um I definitely feel like I'm being tested before I actually step out into the world so I'm very grateful for that but obviously it's had to happen with my family as well so well I mean you can compartmentalize your work and your personal life Mm. like we often do and try and keep them sort of separate but ultimately they're they're both still elements of the same existence that we're living Mm. and so they the whole point of living to gain experience and to, you know, whatever purpose you sort of want to direct yourself towards, you can come up, mentalize all, all that you want, but those experiences leach into each other and they influence each other to some certain degree. You, you don't get to simply say, all right, I'm out here working. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not still part of some other personal environment yeah. that's separate from it. No, you know, we we're still, are, we're yeah. still in, we're still enmeshed in that personal yeah. circumstance while we're working and our, and our work currently is absolutely impacting our personal circumstance because not only because of the environment that's happening, but because of the personal development and growth that it's, it's bringing out in you and in me as well, in both of us. So it's not like we can say that your, our work is separate to our personal lives. They're they're intrinsically linked. And I think that's why both are impacting on each other because we were sitting in bed the other night talking about, what is there in this? Yeah. And I watched you stand and deliver when you had to stand and deliver the other night. And it was it was incredibly inspiring watching you because I've been here with you through this transformation that you've gone through, knowing what went into it, and then seeing you stand there and to and to hold your own was like, wow, it whatever whatever we're doing back here is having an impact on you. And whatever, whatever you're having to do there is having an impact here. Yeah. There's not, there's not two separate users. There's not a work user and a home user. There's a user that, that puts herself about different endeavors. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is that, is that a thing? Yeah. Well, did you, yeah, I think so. I'm just, just yeah. postulating. <laughs> um, no, no. Like, cause I, when you said that the work, our work life has had an impact on the home life. I was like, it's the other way around, but it's only because that's the negative. The negative is impacting in a negative way. But the the work, what I'm doing, like finding myself through my art and now kind of giving myself a, a title that I have to show up as that. So where else, like how am I supposed to show up as something that I've just realized? Like obviously you're going to get put to the test. As soon as you decide something, God's going to throw something at you. And it always does. Every time we make a decision, a circ- circumstance happens where it's like, how much do you want it? And, it? and it's never a circumstance that you were able to predict. And that's never, where it gets so frustrating ever. because like I was saying off the top, when you think that your process needs to follow a certain path, yeah. it never does. Never does. And it hasn't. Over the, our, like the four years that we've been together, four and a half years that we've been together, nothing has been... Like I, I'm, I love you know. I don't mind spontaneity. I need it in a certain sense, I and I'm, it. I'm used to it. Like yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's just interesting because uh, watching these things kind of flow in and, and watching the energy because I'm so fo- I've been so focused on energy for the last two and a bit years and I've just had this admiration for it and this connection with it. I'm like, what is this? There's obviously something in this and learning and experiencing that our words are energy, our thoughts are energy, our feelings are energy, and you can actually send, the, the second you think of someone, you are sending them that energy. Like 
the power of that and actually me experiencing that I'm like it's pushed me harder to be very careful with what I do not only in front of people and what I do with people but what I do behind the scenes in my private life what how I think about people how I speak not to make assumptions not to make those kind of accusations when I don't know and I can talk about and release whatever it is that I'm trying to understand about the situation you know when you vent about something and you don't really mean it you just need to get it out but then it's like when usually when like more I think we're getting so much better at just like when we're in that and we're venting and we're like we just want to know what it is about this, that we, what we can get out of this situation. What is this showing us? We're just trying to know what's true. We're just trying to figure out what's true yeah. in, our, in our situation. I, I, in I, don't, I don't want, you know, I don't want to create uh, an idea of of someone or a situation. You don't or, want to create a projection. Yeah. You don't want to create yeah. a false projection, which yeah, is even worse. Projection. Which is even worse. I hate lies because... Um, I just, I, they don't work. I, when I was protecting myself, a helicopter. when I was protecting myself, I had to lie a lot when I was in depression, when I was anxious and that I had to, and I hated lying, but I had to in order for my protection, but I was in control kind of then. But then, you know, there, it does come a point where. What kind of lies that, I mean, do you, do you, do you want to talk about that a little bit more? Are um, you comfortable? The, the, leave that one for now. I was I just, because. Okay. I've realized even before that, like going through, all right, say even when I was growing up and I went to parties and, I, you know, you drink when you're young and you go to the, that kind of yeah, thing, I do stupid thing, shit, yeah. yeah? And you lie to your parents because, yes, yes you yeah. keep things from them because they've clearly told you not to do it and you're doing it. I know, like, my my parents, are like, or mum in particular, was yeah. like, I was raised by a very strong woman and she was like, this is the way it is. Yeah. You will not be drinking. You will not touch alcohol. And I was going out to 18th. So I was getting hammered. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'd either walk home or I'd get dad to pick me up. And dad, dad good old classic injuries. <laughs> what, a, what a legend. He'd come for. He would know. He would have had absolutely. to have known that I was absolutely sloshed yep. in the car driving <laughs> home. He didn't say anything. No. I was like, amazing. But um, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I know what it's that's like. It's those things, yeah. yeah. But it does... When, when it does catch up and it gets to a point where you keep doing it, and I'm like, I got it got to a point in, in my life where I was like, I actually don't want to do this anymore. I actually hate this because this isn't who I actually, I was like, I actually, de- like, I fell off the rail in the sense of I didn't know who I was. It actually got to the point where I'm like, I don't know who I am anymore because I've lied so much. Because I've been, I'm like, I, I don't even, like, I haven't been myself. I haven't been true. And You're projecting an image of what you think people yeah, wanted to see? I th- oh, yeah, especially with my family. Yeah. Like, especially for my parents. Not really my family, brothers and sisters. I didn't, you know, it was hard growing up with, I, I grew up more in a friendship circle than I did. But even then I was faking it. I wasn't me. That was just who I thought they wanted to see. Anyway, that, that's all lies. Like, it's not true. You know, it's like, it's all, that's why I hate it. And then as I was in relationships, um, like uh, I, they would, you know, then I would be lied to and then I'd hate it. But I'm like, I too would be lying as well. Like there's this, you know, cause you're just trying to figure it out. But that's why I'm like, I've just, I got to a point where it, I was like cheated on a couple of times and I'm like, this is, you know, I, nah, <laughs> I, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to live a life of truth. I want to. I want to. How, I want to fix what I. All of that. I want to recreate everything that because that wasn't me. That's not. It's just who others. What I thought others wanted from me. It was that projection, and it, it's it's destructive. Because I got to a point where I got hit depression. 
because I didn't know who I was. I had to leave because I'm like, I don't know who I am. I don't know who I am. No one could understand. I'm like, I just don't know. I'm like, how do you know you're Yuja? Oh my gosh. I'm like, I have no idea who I am. I'm You're no my connection. idea of you. You're That's my who you idea. are. Just stay like my idea of you because it's it. so much easier for everyone. I know, yeah. right? But I don't no. have to change. No. You don't have to change. change. We can all stay the same. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll stay <laughs> depressed. I'll stay in this state. Yeah, sure. Because I'm like, I don't even know who I'm saying is because it wasn't consistent. So as I've worked on myself and I've kind of made these decisions, I'm like, I hate lies. And that's why in this circumstance that I'm in, I am rejecting it because I know the path that it leads to and that leads to a very dark place and I am rejecting it and that's me coming at it from a place of love and compassion because I understand. Yeah, totally. Can I can I just not backtrack a little bit but that process for you of of going through that kind of finding yourself of the the struggle and the depression that kind of stuff how did that impact on your creative expression were you creating anything sort of through that phase because i know uh but it was you started it before you met me but it was obviously through the first sort of portion of our relationship you were doing the 100 days of drawing oh yeah yeah as well that that was to <laughs> that was actually for me to um, start a creative practice, an artistic practice, but to also find my style, <laughs> which is really funny. But um, as I continued, I w- didn't realize I was actually learning about myself, and I was actually like the captions were probably more powerful than the pieces yeah, of you, art you itself. Give yourself more credit. You are quite poetic. Mm. You find the words really nicely to sum up to sum your picture up. Yeah, well, cause, and they have to be abstract. They're not like I, I can't string a sentence together. Obviously, I'm, I'm, I love abstract stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just at the moment. I'm just embracing it because the only way I can express myself comfortably, like I, that hundred days really, it was very interesting. Even the re- response from people. A lot of people were like, oh, my gosh, I love that. I love it. Like, and seeing me flow. And I, I was really overwhelmed. I'm like, oh, these pressures. So many people are watching. Oh, my gosh. But I didn't realize it was, it was more. It was like I'm actually, my truth is actually attracting people. Your truth being your process of self-discovery? Yes, yes. So it's like me letting go of the old story and actually opening myself up to something different, something new. So like, it's like you sharing what was real. Yeah. Because people pick up on that too. Like the funny thing is that, yes, I, I think it's absolutely true, especially when you share a history with someone, it's very difficult to navigate change with a lot of people, family in, in, in particular. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But for others, you know, and I think family as well, it's a, it's a complex thing where people want authenticity and they want a person who's real mm. for the most part. Yeah. And... And I mean, that's why people resonated so much with it because it was raw and it was real. It, it came from it because I didn't notice and until kind of if a, a little bit into it, I noticed that I was actually meditating when I was drawing. Like the words came out as I was as I was drawing. It was really weird. It was like I was in a trance, like an uh, like an intuitive trance, and in that space where I'm actually trying to get to. I'm trying too hard, obviously. And I've, it's finding that how can I just allow allow myself to sink back into that place where I'm of potentiality of that space that where creativity comes and happens when it where it where I can birth ideas or I can birth art because you've you've experienced so much since the finish of that hundred days of drawing right. as a, as a person but also as an artist right like you've you've taken on so much more information 
and your skills have significantly increased and your mm. knowledge of of creating art, your yeah. artistic knowledge has expanded incredibly as well. Yeah. So it's like you're tying all this sort of stuff together now. I, I know you, you said to me that you've got something within you that you've been holding back because you've been afraid of actually just admitting yeah. that this is what you're supposed to be doing yeah. or at least this is what you want more it's than anything else to be doing. Yeah. Yeah, at the moment, and I probably do that. Yeah. And you've, had sha- you've shackled perhaps something that's prevented you from... The, the shackling of the something has prevented you from really going forth with that because I think... Somewhat unconsciously too. Because if you let that kind of go, you might either discover an extreme, you might discover you're, you're really good and you've got something and now you have to take charge of it or you might discover maybe maybe you're this not yeah. what you thought and then you have to start again. That's it. Uh, I think that's exactly right because I had a moment, uh, I haven't actually told you this, um, I had a moment where I'm like, am I just holding on to this because it's the most certain thing about myself right now this artist thing do you want it to be as yeah. opposed to Am is I, it yeah a thing but that yeah but i mean like there, there's a lot there's a lot of energy around at the moment that i'm i can't i can't really think clearly so i just i let that be and i allowed it to kind of pass but just be I didn't want to, I didn't want to f- struggle. I didn't, I didn't want to strangle it. I didn't want to, I just let it be. Cause I'm like, this could be false. It could just be another test. It could just be something to make me stop drawing. So I'm going to leave it. And I'm, cause it was like a, am I just, is it because it's the most like attainable thing at the moment for me that the only thing I've got right now that I'm holding on to and then putting so much pressure on myself that this is my calling and making it a huge deal when it might actually not be a big deal. And I've been struggling with that the last, probably since I, oh, maybe, just after I had that, that kind of realization. And it's, it hasn't like, it hasn't sat with me. I was just like. <sighs> it's good to think about it though. I, yeah. I, it's, not, it's not necessarily to, um, hang on, let's make sure my microphone volume is good. It's not to let it weigh you down and to prevent you from moving forward with it. No. But I think it's good to explore these other things because that's how I feel like that's how you steel man yourself. Yeah. If you every now and then play devil's advocate against what you're doing and what your intentions are, I think you, you can better take stock and self-reflect and say, is this actually what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I, am I doing this with the right intention, honestly? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why it is a powerful thing, especially when you've made such big decisions to when the kind of dust settles a little bit, just to have a little bit of a, a pause to reflect. And to say, to, to, to question a little bit, not to doubt yourself into inaction, mm. but to just, it just helps you to hone and refine perhaps the direction that, because when you're, when you're in a, in a great space and everything's flowing and it's like this amazing life's There's happening, no challenge. it's kind of like you get really excited and it's like shit's going everywhere yeah. and, and then you don't really get to refine in that moment. You're just, you're just charging forward, charging, right? Yeah. But when you kind of pause and reflect a little bit, instead of charging forward, you can maybe better refine perhaps the direction in which you're moving yeah. so that so that you don't potentially charge headlong into something that will completely stop you yeah do you know what i mean yeah so it's like you get this high and then all of a sudden you fall off a cliff yeah absolutely i was thinking that i'm like there's a reason why all of this is happening in the home and perhaps it's because now that i've, I've had this realization and i'm not i'm kind of allowing it to be and I've really because I was holding on to it in the beginning I was like oh, finally I have something but I've allowed it to just be there 
so and give it space to breathe as well so to allow it not to just be about art but perhaps something else allow it to be whatever it needs to be like bringing in film bringing in photography because I love all of that it's just like creativity so I'm the, I mean as an artist you can it's it's bringing in any kinds of anything to express what is your idea what idea comes to you funny because I think when I think about life <laughs> I view it as, as somewhat uh it's 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 about personal growth i i believe that it's about starting somewhere and finishing somewhere else and hopefully you you finish better than where you started mm. and develop and it's about your journey along the way i believe we have a soul i'm spiritual in my worldview i think and i believe that <laughs> i think <laughs> <laughs> you see where your where your soul was and where your head was in yeah. a second. <laughs> I believe we have a soul, and I believe that it's about soul growth and development here. And I believe that every experience we have is is challenging us or testing us in that growth journey. And so, from a, from a human perspective, we are able to to compartmentalize those more human aspects like work mm. like work is not a, a really a soul thing the soul is experiencing the work is something a human does and so we can compartmentalize work like we'll just go off the two that we were speaking about work and your personal life yeah but they're ultimately all serving the same end of soul growth so we can say that we can distinguish between the two but in 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 broad terms in general terms or when you when you zoom out to the soul they're all actually serving the same purpose so your art and your creation your creativity and the same as mine this is the same for me and it feels like it feels like i'm interviewing you half the time i know i was just thinking that (laughs) i was like uh, should i be asking more questions maybe Sorry, I probably should. That's okay. Oh, it's uh, pretty heavy at the moment. So. Yeah. No, no, no. It's fine because I'm, I'm learning time. from this as well. Because I'm, I'm like learning as I'm talking too. I'm yeah. literally, I'm, I don't think I'm thinking about this as we're talking. Yeah. I haven't prepared show notes or anything like that. <laughs> uh, so, because it's all serving the same purpose, your artistic expression is also your self exploration and growth that's contributing to your soul growth. Mm. And then when you come away from the work stuff and you're having that those growth experiences as well yes. in the personal life, that that's again that's serving that higher purpose. Yeah. So it's I think it's about serving that that higher growth purpose and obviously it's more it's more complicated or complex than simply this and there's a lot more to it. Yeah. But your if you can find a, a vocation or work that really aligns with that mm. that growth direction mm. which your your soul kind of wants to naturally move you towards. know move towards yeah then you i think you'll feel the most satisfied i think so yeah i think that's a large part of it but again the process of of achieving that higher purpose of spiritual growth is is something that is going to impact us in every every compartment of our lives and we can't see because we distinguish between the two. We don't see how they are actually benefiting each other. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to. That's what I was sort of getting towards was that your artistic expression, your artistic growth, and what we've what we've sort of been able to achieve in our realizations in the last you know few months, mm. I think has helped to help your personal growth. Yeah. And I think it's helped theoretically. It's helped your personal growth in a theoretical sense, but now that personal growth, the theory, the theory needs to be put into practice, and that's where that's where this is coming in. This challenge is coming in from a completely different area of your life yeah. that you wouldn't expect it to come from. You you would expect that you'd be challenged in, in having creative. to stand against yeah. critique but of your art, perhaps, and defend yourself as yeah. an artist. Yeah. But no, no, no. You have no. to defend yourself as a person. 
Well, it's it, well, even when I'm talking about my art, it's my personal expression, the things that's happening within me. It's a process of me finding my... It's a self-development tool that I'm using as well. So it is no surprise that I'm being... Um, uh, what's the word? Uh, challenged in my personal life because that's that's where my personal growth comes into play. You know, that's 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 that area of my life. So it, they are intertwined. My work and my personal growth, my personal life is intertwined because that's why I paint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to express that's why you that. create. <laughs> that's why this I create. It's what you know. It's what you are. That's what, yeah. And it's, and it's what I am right now. Like I, I, I still want to allow myself to give myself the space to, if things do change, that's okay too. To not hold on to this because we have a lot of, there's a lot of, um, we have a lot of purposes. Like our, our, we don't have one sole purpose and that's it. Like, I really do feel it's how we navigate our family life, how we navigate our work life, how we navigate what we choose to do as a as as our vocation, what we, um, who we choose to be with, how, how yeah, yeah, we sure. choose to be, you know, all of pulling, that. I was just pulling it. I was zooming oh, out yeah, even yeah, further zoom from out. that to say Absolutely. it's all serving one higher it, aim. That, but that's it. Yeah. It is all serving the soul. That you know, everyone's like, oh, what is my purpose? And I tell you, it is. I think why it hit me so hard was because I just focused so strongly on this and this is it like i made it just the one only purpose that i have right instead of allow being like right now this is something that i can i can use to then you know for the next thing like i'm i was strangling i'm holding it i'm thinking that this is my entire life's purpose to be an artist and that's it and that's why that i probably have been feeling a lot of pressure because i haven't given it space to breathe and allow everything else around my life to kind of come in and like does that make sense yeah it's kind of like your how you are always is your art yeah you know it's like you compartmentalize (laughs) your art into your work but your art is also how you carry yourself through personal difficulties and and Mm. and the sort i think um we watched bohemian rhapsody the other night on a a recommendation it was a good movie i enjoyed it and i think i really appreciate the Oh, the 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 portrayal of Freddie Mercury was I can't remember that. I'm not sure the actor's know, name. The I don't know. I, I'm not sure if he got an award for it. But anyway, really good, fantastic, brilliant. brilliant actor. And one of the things, obviously, they have people have their own personal difficulties and their own challenges and hurdles to overcome. But one of the the things that kind of made him so lovable is that he is his like self. Yeah. And it's like the the there's a the line between performer and person very much were blurred. So it's like you actually didn't know whether the performer was a, an accurate representation of himself or it, or if it wasn't. It wasn't, yeah. And so obviously there's a very, you need to be very, very uh, conscious to be able to maintain that, that sort of balance. But it's kind of like, I think that's where the authenticity also kind of comes in, mm. where if you don't, if you if you kind of make a a kind of goal of being as authentic as you can be in sort of all elements of your life, then perhaps you as the artist can be an artist in your personal life as well, mm. so that we can sort of love you. That's and it's it's not to, I don't know I don't know sort of how I don't know if I'm expressing this very clearly. I think we're just working through an idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's interesting because you know how he kind of changed his name. Yes. Well. Yes. You know, I mean, my name's Justine, but I have never resonated with that. It's been... Your name's Justina. But I've... I don't know what it is about... It's like, it's been my professional name. Like, when I'm out, 
like when when I'm at work or when I've had when I've had jobs, I'm like I'm Justine just Gray also has a cool ring to it. Just saying. Yeah. Um, well, it's my name, so. <laughs> but I prefer Yuja because I think I have more freedom to create with Yuja than I do with Justine because that's people, bloody interesting. I just thought of it when we we're thinking about Freddie Mercury, and I'm like, he changed his name. He chose how he wanted to be. He chose that performer, how he wanted to perform on this earth, how he wanted to express himself on this earth. And I'm like, why have I? I've just, I've just, I've literally wanted to change my name to Yuja. And I don't even know why. Like, I, then, well, we have to be aware of, like I said, with this, I just want to have a quick caveat or whatever sure. this is. I just want to say, uh, you still have to live in accordance with reality. And you cannot, you cannot create or project a desire onto reality and try and live that and blind yourself to what is true. Mm. So it's about, like, that's why I'm saying, I don't want it to make it sound like oh, yeah, you no, can, no. I don't think you can mentally construct reality itself. I think reality no, no, happens no, no. and reality I think we're, is, we're yeah, enmeshed no. in reality. Yeah. But I think, yeah, obviously it's about finding how you can be the most authentic. Yeah. Exp- and, and that requires, though, that requires the personal work. You don't get to just one day without even having any pause for self-reflection or anything like that to go, this is what feels right to me. This is what feels good to me. So now this is what I proclaim to be the case. Mm. I think that's a load of nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. So I, I, I just mean. wanted to have that. Yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. it's not about projecting yeah, what no, you no. want. It's about projecting what you, what genuinely resonates as a yeah. result of, of a long, long time <laughs> of reflection and... Constant reflection. Constant reflection constant and, reflection. and uh, conscious I feel awareness like, of yourself. <clears throat> like Justine, it's... It's she's limited. Why? She she brought she I feel like she was just brought up in a in a very in a limited world. This is the first time I'm thinking about this. Yeah, by yeah, the yeah. Way, okay, good. Because um, I was like, I was wondering, like, why do I I just dislike the name so much? I feel bad because you know my parents have <laughs> called me that. Well, Justine's your English translation. It's it not is, like it's, it's yeah. Yours is just like Juzzy. It's like a so it's like nickname. technically your your name's your standard and yeah. your Justine is a translation. So yeah, it's yeah, not it's your not exactly that. Technically yeah. your but like sp- just the yeah the translate they're given just Justine. It's just she's I don't know. It's like I've never resonated with her. I don't know why. I've never resonated. It's not your name. It's a translation of your name. I know, but that's what I'm saying. That's but that's it. That's the translate. I just don't resonate with that translation. With Yuja, I feel like I have so much, I have like permission by, like, I have permission to be creative. Is it because you've taken the name that was given to you and you've been able to make it into your, like... Well, I didn't give my name, I didn't give no, myself No, you didn't call yourself Yuja, right? Yuja, that no. sort of was a nickname. Yeah. That's just a shortening, like Jazzy is to Justine. That's it, yeah. Right. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like a nickname, but still, I prefer Yuja. Like, I think, you know, when it, there's people, it's like, I don't know why, Monster-in-law came up. She's like, I'm Charlotte, but Charlie. She's like, you know, you have that translation. It's like, why? Why do we, why is that? It's interesting. I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea, but I'm like, all I'm saying is that I resonate strongly. I feel like I have more permission to be my true self with Yuja. And I don't know why. I've had the name as long as I can remember. And I've had Justine as long as I can remember. I just don't resonate with that, with the, like the formality of of it or that translation but a version of my name yeah. at the end of the day it's just another label interesting right well this would be one that we can definitely uh yeah this is probably another yeah, i didn't realize how long we're in yeah no, no that's okay but that's uh, that's one that is fascinating and would be good to uh perhaps think about or explore a little bit more 
podcast. Maybe maybe not for the moment because it's kind of you need to maybe step back a little bit from it and just yeah, like, we're about I, to my like head's that. my head's. But we can come back to that. Cool. Yeah, because that's a fascinating. That's fascinating. Yeah, just just when we just started talking about Freddie and you said the performer. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, am I being my true self? Or like another identity or crisis. I'm obviously still going through my identity, my Saturn return. So, <laughs> so I'm just trying to figure out. I don't think so though, because I think you're, because again, it's the, the honesty and the openness that came along with truly like, why are you doing this? What yeah. is important to you about making yeah. art? And what, mm. what is it actually helping you to achieve? Mm. And like you said, it's it, the focus of your art currently. Yes, you want to make something nice, but it's it's a growth thing. It's a personal growth thing for you, and that is something that obviously impacts your personal growth in other areas of your life, like yeah. we were saying. Yeah. So I feel like it's not you're not performing when you're making art. No. You're not create you're not creating a persona that you're then projecting. You're literally sharing an element of yourself, mm. and so it's about I think using perhaps utilizing that creative expression, those that artistic courage. And, and bringing that now into something more personal and more directly you. Because when you paint, you get to, you get to maybe give you, provide a snapshot of what's happening at that time with, with the, the picture that you've just drawn. And then you can show that. But when it's something more personal, you don't get to have the, the, the kind of middleman of the, of the picture. Mm. It's you. Yeah. It's you that's up, that's being challenged. Not the thing you've created, if that <sighs> makes sense. So deep, yeah. Yeah, oh, kind of like it's the, yeah. My, my, I'm like being f- filled up with. Does with this stuff. does this make you feel better? Does this make you feel worse? <laughs> I'm like it should have made me feel better, but I'm like very overwhelmed right now. The only thing I can I, I just need time because it just yeah. happened. Yeah, like I think we just shared a moment yeah. where I was like. Oh, fuck. My hope in saying right. that, because again, like I said, this is for me itself. Maybe in future, we'll, we'll figure out questions that I can really answer because <laughs> I, I like to try and have these good insights, but it's so much but easier to have questions. these insights. I need, I need to practice um, asking questions. I, I, I'm, I'm going through something, honey. I'm so sorry. No, I, that's I, okay. That's all. I'm, I'm here to help. To well, help you, are, you are facilitating. So You're making sure that I'm on track and I don't fall off. <laughs> my hope, my, my, <laughs> my only hope with sort of this, just what we've talked about today is perhaps it it helps to give more meaning to you having to stand up and not feeling like it's entirely taking you away from, from what you perceive to be your work. Yeah. That you can go, no, this is my work. This well, is how I'm showing up, up for me now. I've chosen to be out here. Yeah. That was, that was an important one for me in the morning because I'm like, I just want to sleep. I'm, yeah. I'm done. I'm so done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm so tired. I can't do it. But I'm like, I'm not going to let that energy impact negatively on our work on what we've just begun and what we've just promoted, what we've just put out there. We've literally just promoted, just promoted this. It. And uh, then I... I'm just trying to think because this this will be posted. It's Wednesday today. This is posted for Friday, Friday I think, because we're, we're two we'll days to, yeah. in front. Which we'll have to, so we, we'll we, have to we, fix that. Uh, that's right. Yeah. But we, we uh, advertised this podcast on Tuesday. Yes. And we're recording this on the Wednesday, the following day. I see. Yes been a yeah and i just didn't want yeah i i wanted to make sure that i chose to to show up over letting something else deplete me as i will not let that deplete me i've already i've stood up for myself for the last two days i've had to and it's been really hard and there's a lot of stuff that came out that i needed to share that has shocked people my family 
and that's been hard for them to take. But I was laughing at because I'm like, you you need to express this. Yeah, well, because I I haven't. I've cho- just I've chosen not to because you know I'm like, oh well, we're kind of past that. We don't all live together anymore, and everyone's got their own life and whatever. Everyone goes through their stuff. Like the more I'm learning about myself, I'm like, oh my god, everyone has this. Like everyone has a whole bundle of experience that, you know, uh, so it's just. But I mean, it had it had to come up for a reason. There's a lot happening at the moment. Yes, and it a lot's coming up from his like historically things like huge karma is ending, huge karma is coming up, or ending you know contracts or yeah. Uh, it, just in terms of you, I know I have a role in this, but I guess we're discussing you in this. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. funny how things are moving for, and we were talking about that squeeze, that pressure that's building up behind you in terms of the work. Yeah. But it's also coming to a head for you in terms of your personal life as well. So they're both, yeah. like I said, because I think this is a this is in terms of your soul. Yeah. Your your growth is at a, you're at a certain stage, obviously, of your your own development that everything is heightened, and that's why it's not simply a, it, you can't compartmentalize that growth. Working that growth right, is happening yeah. whether you like it or not, and it's impacting your work and it's impacting your personal life. Yeah. And so those two things. Uh, both both squeezing you immensely right now. Oh, yeah. So obviously, like we said, I mean, there's, there is something I'm, on the other side of this. You can probably tell in here that I'm I'm tired. Yeah. And I've, yeah. yes, you can. <laughs> but you're showing up, and that's the that's it. That's it. I had to I, I'm continue to show this. up. I, that's the, but that's what's worked. The more we show up, even when it's hard, is that's when she happens. Like we know that we're, we've. That's I mean that's why we're still here. That's why we're still staying. That's why we still keep going because we keep going. I don't even know. I don't know what's in front of us. All I know is that there's something there that we want. We have a vision for ourselves. There's an idea that we want to create, and we know that it's possible. But the journey there—that's all up to God. That divine plan is in between us and that, and that's really scary. You kind of just have to trust, trust that. God has your back, that God is holding you, that your angels are always just like showing you which step to take. And you have to trust yourself with that too. Like we have trusted ourselves with so much and it's been hard because we've I felt crazy. Like I don't know how you feel. I feel like people are looking at us like we're insane probably because the last two years as well and it's driven everyone crazy. And pulled I care less about how I look if I've got a good plan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but it's... You know? it, and, and the thing is, like, because it is uncertain, because it is up to God like that, like yeah. you said, it's very difficult to be able to actually plan. So that's where I struggle in this. And also to explain. Explain. It's like, when, yeah, you know, people are like, oh, one. so what's your plan? And it's like, it's God's plan. My plan is God's plan. My plan is God's plan. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, okay, well, that's that's really certain. And then people start worrying about you. Guaranteed. He still believes in God these days. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. And I'm like, we're literally... we've. Uncertainty is like just the theme of our life, and I think we're just gonna have to roll with it. It doesn't have to be tyrannical, and I think we're doing the best that we can to keep it productive and not uh, a a quelling force. Mm. I think he's just crowed us to. I think that's that's Freud. I think we'll give the final word to Freud. Thank you, Freud. So he's probably about to go again. So maybe he can he can uh, cockadoodle do us out. (laughs) I. uh, Yes. And with that, I love you. I love you. And uh, we will be back to show up tomorrow morning. Amen.